Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, maybe you've done it or you've seen it. Maybe you've been the motorist, maybe you've been the pedestrian. You see somebody wanting to cross the street, and it seems like a nice thing to do, where you stop and, and you wave them. Say, yep, you know, go ahead. And you gesture with your hand to show what you want them to do. Now, part of it may stem from a fear, a fear that if we're not yielding to pedestrians, you know, we could get a ticket. We don't want to get a ticket. There's somebody wanting to cross the street. All right, and I'll... I'll do the polite thing, I'll do maybe what seems like the legal thing, and I'll, I'll let them go. However, there's a reason why some have called that the wave of death. And perhaps what seems like the polite thing to do is, is actually the dangerous thing to do. Certainly the dangerous thing for the pedestrian. Uh, Tristan Hopper has a piece, a video piece uh, up at uh, nationalpost.com on the wave of death and maybe why we all need to cut it out. Uh, Tristan Hopper, Edmonton-based reporter for the National Post, nationalpost.com, joins us. Uh, Tristan, understand you're a little under the weather, so appreciate making some time for us here today. Oh, no, no problem. Thank I mean, you. We always appreciate it, but a little bit, a little bit more uh, today. So uh, the wave of death, I mean, it sounds pretty serious, but it, this is actually a, a name that was coined some, some years ago for this. Yeah, well, this is a, uh, I think it's a law firm in Vancouver. Uh, that, that founded this. So the wave of death is essentially, imagine a four-lane road, if you will, and then I'm trying to jaywalk across that four-lane road, and then someone on the curb lane sees me and then screeches to a halt on the curb lane and says, oh, please, cross the road. Um, and then that's the wave of death, because that person doesn't, they're not God, so they don't control the other three lanes of that four-lane road. So you essentially, I'm in a situation as a pedestrian um, I was just waiting for a gap in traffic. So if that person had just kept driving, I was about 30 seconds away from having no cars in sight, and I can leisurely walk across that four-lane road. Now that that person has stopped, I'm under pressure to sort of cross immediately, and there's three lanes of speeding traffic, um, and I don't know if, if they're safe to cross. So the wave of death is essentially someone saying, oh, it's safe to cross, uh, but they don't control the other three lanes. So um, you're essentially going out of your way to put someone in a dangerous situation. Right, because the cars that are approaching, now you've made it more difficult for them to see why that, that car has stopped in the first place. You're, you're now less visible as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you're, 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 you're stepping out from behind their parked car. So particularly if they're driving a truck or something, um, you have to sort of sneak out and then, you know, peer around um, their car and then, you know, hopefully people will see you and they'll slam on their brakes. It's just uh, compared to the alternative, which was just having no cars and just sort of waiting for a gap, uh, yeah, it's infinitely much more dangerous. And, of, of, of course, the wave, where they're like, oh, yeah, it's fine, it's safe to cross, um, I mean, that's wildly irresponsible because they don't know if it's safe to, to cross the road. Uh, so that's, that's where the wave of death comes in. Because, yeah, you can be held liable. I mean, imagine if you did that in any other situation. You're waving someone into a situation that could be potentially fatal, and you have no way of knowing whether it's safe. Uh, the example I used in the video is a shooting range. If uh, someone's looking to cross a shooting range and you've stopped shooting, but you don't know about anybody else, and you say, oh, it's probably fine, <laughs> and you wave them onto the shooting range and they get shot. Right. Um, and, and we, look, we're not meaning to cause harm, right? People who do this think they're doing uh, this pedestrian a favor. Oh, yeah, that's that's why I was hoping to, to touch on this issue. Because, you know, I was walking the baby the other day, and I live in Edmonton. 
so there's uh, like three crosswalks. So you have to jaywalk uh, if you're going to get anywhere at any time. Um, so yeah, this was uh, it was a four lane street near my house, and uh, I would have been completely fine if I had uh, I just waited thirty seconds. There would have been no cars. I could have pushed the baby carriage across the road, no problem. Uh, but yeah, some do-gooder, usually driving a beige car, uh, slams to, the, to a halt in the curb lane, waves me across into an incredibly dangerous situation. It's nighttime. The other cars don't know what's going on. And uh, yeah, I just was thinking that this, this should stop because it happens every single time. And then I have to, I'm sort of under pressure to scurry across and potentially get myself killed. Are people worried also, though, about getting a ticket? Is there an expectation, you know, because that we're, motorists are supposed to yield to pedestrians that we're inclined to stop whenever we see anyone who seems to have an inkling to, to cross the street? Uh, well, like places uh, like Vancouver, I'm sure the fear is different because you have uh, a large number of pedestrians who don't care about their own lives and just sort of, you know, make it a habit to jump in front of cars all the time. Uh, you know, if you're driving the downtown east side, as a good example. So that might be factoring in as well. But keep in mind, I mean, jaywalking is still illegal. I mean, if you're if you're crossing the street against the light, uh, you're not supposed to do that for, for very good reasons. Uh, I mean, if you go to a freeway and then just decide, oh, I'm going to cross this six-lane freeway uh, on my own and cars will come to a halt, I mean, that's an illegal act. So I wouldn't worry about it because unless someone's at a corner or, uh, or it's a situation in which you can safely stop, like, you know, a, a range road or something, and maybe it's only two lanes and you can see the other lane. Uh, but, uh, yeah, um, it's, I, I wouldn't worry about it if, uh, if the, the coming to a stop is actually uh, helping someone to, to uh, cross illegally. Right, because it's a different story than if we're talking about where it's an actual crosswalk, or especially if, if lights are flashing because the pedestrian has, has pressed the lights, uh, then we are supposed to stop, and all lanes are supposed to stop. Oh, yeah, 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 please. Everybody listening, particularly in your cars, you know, continue to stop at crosswalks and, uh, you know, other designated crossings. But this is just, if you see someone sort of peeking out and looking for a place to cross against the light, yeah, you just keep on driving. The best service you can provide to that pedestrian is to keep going. Uh, yeah, I can also see people uh, freaking out and slamming on the brakes because they think this is, you know, one of those pedestrians uh, who thinks that they own the road and everybody will slam to a halt. Uh, you know, that's, that's a different kettle of fish. Um, is, is that to say that jaywalking, should we be ticketing jaywalkers is, is the question then? Because sometimes, it, you know, people, look, they, they, that's where they got to get across. They're on that side. They need to get to the other side. And if there's a gap in traffic, if they can cross safely... Should we be concerned about that? Um, I mean, I, I live in the core of Edmonton, and if I didn't jaywalk, like, if, to walk downtown uh, to my job at the Edmonton Journal building, if I didn't jaywalk, like, four times, I would never get there because this is a horrific place to walk. You know, I can't speak for Calgary. Calgary's a bit better um, when it comes to crossings and crosswalks, but uh, I honestly don't know how you could ever be a pedestrian without having to jaywalk. I mean, for example, you all just get to, there are several intersections which won't have any crosswalks whatsoever. There are no designated crossings. And I guess legally you're expected to walk a kilometer to the north and go to that one other crossing. So, uh, yeah, if you live in a particularly ill-planned city like I happen to, um, I think we should be a bit more lenient with jaywalkers. All right. Well, uh, more at uh, nationalpost.com, including uh, your video today on the wave of death and the problem that uh, polite motorists are causing. Tristan, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. That's Tristan Hopper, Edmonton-based reporter for the National Post. So yeah, some thoughts on, on jaywalking, but the wave of death, as they call it.
Got a text here from Christian says, if you go to Montreal and try and cross the street in any other spot than an actual pedestrian crosswalk, you will get killed. I couldn't believe when people would stop for me to cross the street here in Calgary. I was almost embarrassed. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, is this an Alberta thing? Do we do this more than other jurisdictions? I mean, uh, in in doing some some research for, for this segment, I was Googling um, the wave of death. And it's not just uniquely an Alberta thing. I uh, found this article from uh, StarTribune.com about the situation in uh, Minnesota. It says, when facing traffic, a friendly wave can be deadly. So it's an issue elsewhere. All right, 403-974-8255. Take a quick break here. We are back with more right after this. All right, maybe one of the issues underlying all of this is that it's unclear when pedestrians have the right of way, when motorists must yield. For example, and I'm sure you see this all the time, the little countdown that that, uh, we have at a lot of intersections. That's not hurry up and get across the street. It's there's no longer a walk signal. You must wait. The countdown is for people already in the crosswalk to clear out of it. But people all the time, you get to the corner, oh, there's 10 seconds left, I'd, I'd better get across. And motorists will, will yield. I see it all the time here. We have the intersection nearby where we are, Boat Trail and 33rd Street, right, right by Westbrook Mall. It's a big intersection. The lights are very long. And the countdown for people crossing, I think it starts at like 30 seconds. And you see it all the time. People, you know, they see the countdown. They start running to the intersection. Uh, oh, I got to hurry up and get across. And the people waiting to turn are letting the pedestrians go. Because we don't want to seem like jerks. These people, it's cold out. They're obviously you know, trying to go catch the LRT or something. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll let them go. But they're not supposed to enter the crosswalk. Anyway, let's go to the phones here. This is Don. Don, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you today? I've done really good, thanks. Good. Uh, just two very quick points. First of all, 40 years ago when I took my first driver test, I failed because I stopped for a pedestrian in the middle of the road when they were jaywalking. And uh, the other point, just very quickly, please don't jaywalk with your children. They're not, they don't have the cognitive wherewithal that when you're not with them that they shouldn't be walking out in the middle of the street. So please don't jaywalk with your children. Yeah, no, that's a good advice. That's a good good piece of advice, Don. Yeah, appreciate the phone call. Yeah, and jaywalking's a different kind of debate. I remember, you know, years ago I was uh, in New York, and, you know, maybe we're trying to be good, polite Canadian pedestrians. So I remember standing on the street corner, waiting for the light to change, waiting for it to say walk. And, like, I'm the only one standing there. That's like this bustling crowd is just like, oh, no cars are coming, here we go. They're not waiting around with, with this weirdo standing here waiting for the light. So, I mean, I'm sympathetic to the argument that, look, if you think you can get across, really, you're the one putting your life in, in danger, potentially. Maybe that's less of a priority. You're not really a threat to others, although you're going to ruin someone's day, I guess, if you're splattered uh, across their windshield. So that, that's a separate kind of question, right? Should we overlook jaywalking or should we be more tolerant of, of jaywalking? I mean, how tightly do we need to control the rule that you must cross here, you must cross under these circumstances, and only those? Obviously, in you know, residential areas, quiet streets, you know, people just cross wherever all the time. That's not a big concern. Uh, let's see what Bonnie has to say. Bonnie, go ahead. Yes. 
I just would like to say that in Montreal in the 60s and 70s, you could not do that kind of thing either. The reason why is because they had these guys and they would purposely hit you when you wanted to do your jaywalking thing because they were collecting it on insurance. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why the signs are so strict. The same thing with the red lights. If you don't turn your motor off when there's a lot of traffic and you have to stop at a red light, you can get a ticket for that too. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. But the thing was is that people were getting hit, and it wasn't that they were in the wrong. It's just the facts where the guy would say, oh, well, he can go. Just They would wave them, and then they would hit them. And then they would blame it on the people because they walked out in front of them. There you go, dear. Yeah, there you go. Bonnie, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate that. Uh, this is Owen. Owen, go ahead. Hey, Rob. Hey. So, I was just driving home just now. Oh, is that right? I got across, in front, I got across, across two schools, Holy Cross, on 26th Avenue here in Forest Lawn. Okay. And the parents are just dragging their kids and jaywalking across the street. Like, just, and they don't even look, man. They just go between the vehicles and they walk right out in the street. You are expected. If you don't, you're running over. You're running over their kids and the parents. You know, and, and what are the, what are those parents teaching their kids? You know, particularly, I think those people should be ticketed. They should have an officer there or whatever, then they should get a ticket for teaching their children to jaywalk in the, in the school zone. I mean, yeah. that's just stupid. Well, it is, and it's dangerous, especially people darting out from parked cars. Yeah, you're just asking for trouble. Well, and you're going to see, you know, and then the kids are going to think it's all right to do it when the parents aren't around. I know. And we, and we want kids to be able to walk to school on their own, right? And, and, and yeah, if we're not teaching them how to do so safely, then... If, exactly. Yeah. If everybody follows the rule of safety, the children get to school safely. Yeah. You know, if you don't teach them, if you don't teach them to be safe, well, then there's accidents. You know, and as much as I hate, I got a couple kids, and I would, you know, thoroughly, I don't, you know, if my kid ever got hit by a car, it just, oh my God, you know. And and yet the parents would think, oh, it's the driver's fault, it's the driver's fault. No, it's the parent's fault. You taught your kid to do that. Yeah. The example teaches everything. You know, so that's all I got to say. It just happened just right here. It's interesting that your conversation went there. Yeah, okay. Just when I got home. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks for that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the kind of thing that happens on a daily basis. And probably not just in this city. So, yeah, look, I, you know, there are issues. And we, we got to understand the rules of the road. We've got to be not creating dangerous situations. And it gets back to what Tristan Hopper was saying, that, you know, the act of stopping for a jaywalker and waving them across is creating a dangerous situation. More dangerous than it would have been otherwise. If that person is waiting for a break in traffic... So they can dart across. Well, maybe they shouldn't be doing so, but it's a whole lot less dangerous uh, than, you know, creating a situation where other motorists who are coming can't necessarily see what's going on. And that pedestrian might be walking into oncoming traffic as opposed to waiting for a break in traffic. All right. 974-8255. This text here says, yes to tickets for parents with children, jaywalking in school zones and playground zones. Also tickets for illegal U-turns and dangerous driving in those zones. Uh, Another text here says, a few years back, I was called a nasty name for not stopping for this lady that was jaywalking. I like this text here says we should have uh, all downtown intersections or should we have all downtown intersections be all way like Third Avenue, Claire? Yeah, I like those. Uh, let's squeeze one more in here. Ryan, go ahead. 
Hey, Rob, I got a, a question for you on this topic. Um, I work for um, CP and uh, Can Pacific, and we don't use crosswalks, but we go to stop traffic, you know, to crossroad, to our train, whatever, and people don't stop for it. They blow right past us, and they yell at us. So what do you think about that? We don't have to use crosswalks, no, but because we're workers, should they have to stop, or should we wait? Yeah, no, it's an interesting question. So we, we, when you're talking about, like, what, a train coming? Exactly. So I was crossing from the rail yard, and I put my hand up to say stop, to cross the road to the locomotive, and this woman blew right past me. I had to step back, and she's screaming at me, and I'm like, I'm wearing a vest and everything, right? I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> no, no, okay. You know, like, it's, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable how you think that pedestrians are bad. I've seen a whole other side of drivers now that will not stop for construction workers, for, you know, you name it. It, it, work, it kind of works both ways. Yeah, no, that's true. Ryan, appreciate the call. You got last word here today. That's going to do it for us. Joe McFarland's up next with Calgary Today for your Tuesday drive home. My name is Rob Breckenridge. Thanks for spending some time with us here today. We'll do it all again at 1230 tomorrow. Talk to you then. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.